You're listening to The Incomparable's Total Party Kill Podcast, in which a group of friends play Dungeons & Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode 37, posted November 2014. This guy's from Grand Rapids. Right. All right. So what else you got? You seem to have defeated uh, the kobolds, the goblin, a uh, hobgoblin, sorry, and uh, the drake without taking much damage. Um, except so, for Peter. Except, except for, for me. Peter. I'm using uh, I'm using some healing surges now to uh, to get myself back up to decent okay. uh, living. Does that mean we're taking a short rest? Yeah, sure. All right. Maybe you want to spend a couple minutes... Um, so that Peter if can we're, catch if his If we're going to do that, maybe Rizwin should use a healing word or two on uh, on Peter. That might not be a bad idea. I, I could. Rest healing, anyway recharge. Healing oh, what word. does healing word do? Healing word, uh, you get an additional 1d6 hit points for each healing word I send at you. And it's a encounter power minor action. I can use it twice per encounter. One, one, is, one is plenty. Okay. You get an extra one hit point. <laughs> Was this a milestone encounter? Do we get an action point back here? Uh, yeah. Well, should I, I use an action? Where point? we are in the day. Um, We've done a lot today. I'm I lost track. Here, the encounter is basically over, so I'm just going to do two. Yep, you can do two, okay. and then you can wait. Oh, you get a grand total Thanks. of two hit points. <laughs> Sorry, hmm. I'm not very good at healing today. Can I look at the uh, at the gate and the uh, thing and see if I can close that gate before something else comes out of it? Um, yeah, you could totally do that. Can I get a ruling on the action point thing real fast before we move uh, on? Dan, do you remember where we are in action points? Uh, so you guys fought the uh, goblins. So the last att- uh, encounter from before this was the goblins in the trap room. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember what, what number encounter we're on. Because you get one basically every every other. Every other. I think we just got it. But I don't know. I will. I've I think we just got the action though. points back. I think that sounds right to me. I think uh, that, yeah. as I recall. So I think you get one after whatever's next disappointing yeah. sorry well you know big drake but not but not really <laughs> so so guys can i can i do something to this lever and uh and chain and winch and stuff to close that door Wait, just in case there's something it. else in there let's let's look down there first of all and then if it's if uh if there's nothing else coming we should check its lair because drakes might be like dragons and they might hang on to shiny things oh you and the shiny things i like shiny Ooh, things. shiny things i was skeptical but now hmm <laughs> Did we see anything else coming underneath that gate? So- yeah, there's a little light sort of filtering in through, but you don't see anything directly coming after you. It seems to slope upward, um, but you're not sure to where. Is there, uh, what are the doors like? What's the door configuration in this room? Because we know Zar's office right. is off of here. So let us describe this room for you. Um, so our adventurers entered this large room that was kind of cut in half by a trench. There is, you know, there's the double doors that you came in through. There is one uh, single door on that side of the room, on the side that you entered, uh, that doesn't look like you've explored it yet. It actually looks like it might be kind of boarded up. Um, And then on the side of the room, uh, across from you, you know, there's the trench cutting it in half, and the side with the throne on it, and the winch, and some other things. There appear to be two uh, kind of single doors, one to the south and one to the, uh, let's call it southwest. All right, I'm going to slip down into the trench here and kind of head over towards the where the gate comes down. Not underneath it, mind you. 
You don't want to just like like put your neck kind of like right lined up with the portcullis <laughs> no. so that you could just like. I'll pass you know. on that, but but I will slip up here and just kind of get a look at what's uh, what might be behind the gate. Well, as Tony pointed out, the the ground does slope upwards here. It's kind of a ramp. Yeah. Um. So you're having a, you have a little trouble seeing directly what's at the top. There is, as I said, a little bit of light filtering down there. Clearly, sort of a flickering torch or something in place. Um, but it seems like it goes, you know, it goes up sort of a little beyond your view because it's above your head. Okay. Guys, I'm going to check what's in here. So right. uh, I'm just going to take a look at the gate real fast and make sure it's not in any danger of coming down on me quickly. It seems like it's probably been like ratcheted into place right now. There might be a way to release that ratchet. Okay. If you were to signal Peter as you stood directly underneath the portcullis, no, he no, could probably I, I drop it right it on you. Down. you. No, right on you. Just right on you. <laughs> All right, but it doesn't. It doesn't look like it's precariously hanging. It doesn't look like it's precariously balanced. No. All right, I'm going to go up the rest of the way up the ramp then, and okay, see what I see. If you get attacked, scream. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good plan. Uh, in what like manner? Like you have to tell me that. In what manner are you proceeding up this? Are you bl- like boldly skipping your way up? Are you <laughs> crawling up on your belly? Are you sticking to the shadows? What are you I'm attempting? Gonna get, uh, I'm going to get down on my hands and knees here and just sort of quietly crawl up since it's a ramp and it's potentially steep. You're going to commando crawl up there? I'm going to crawl up just enough so I can see over the lip of the ramp. Great. What's okay. your uh, Make a stealth check for that. Oh, I will. Oh, you eggs, will. guys. Eggs. I'm thinking. Uh, bu- 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 20 plus 9. That's a 14. A 14. Okay. Um, so you sort of crawl up right to the edge of that column. Um, it's pretty dark in here. I have low light vision. You have low light vision, which is great. Um, and so I will tell you. <laughs> also, what- plus one to perception. Yes. No, you don't believe your own BS. Yeah, remember? We've discussed that. <laughs> no, no, if anybody else is looking. <laughs> Just so you know. Also, I have this pretty cool quarry power, but I don't use it that yeah, often. No, no, not really. It's not necessary. <laughs> Makes it too easy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you crawl up. What do I up, see? We crawl up on your belly, and we'll tell you what you see. You pop into here. You see a room. Oh, it's a room. A room. Um, Red room. No, it's pretty much gray like the rest of them. It appears to be a quite large room. And in fact, you seem to be kind of... The tunnel seems to have ended in in some kind of a cage. Uh, It smells pretty strongly of Drake. Um, Ew. And, you know, it looks like there's a large... The new fragrance uh, from Calvin Klein. A large uh, (laughs) vessel of water, presumably for the Drake. And there's kind of a a wall of bars separating this side of the room from the other... And you see several uh, goblins on the other side of the bars, okay. and they seem to be aware of you. Oh, nice. Uh, Alestrian, can you see this on the map? Yeah, I see it. Yep. There's also some uh, some rather creepy scorpionish looking things. Yeah, there appear to be several other cages in this room. So uh, Alestrian has basically emerged at the back of a very large cage that might have been like a holding pen for the drake. There are several other cages in the room, and there are several goblins in the room. The goblins right, so are not in cages. Quickly they're, they're... slide back down the ramp. <laughs> you hear one of them shout something at you in goblin. They seem alarmed by it. Um, it well, seems the, a good bet the that they're, they're open, aware right? of your presence, and that normally elves don't show up in the Rage Drake's cage unless <laughs> unless they're dead. <laughs> unless yeah, unless it's post elf. Yeah. yeah, this was not scheduled. Byproduct. Do we hear them shouting, or 
from where well, we are. I don't know how well, far away that is. I think Alestrin will make it back down the ramp and he can report on the situation. But, you know, Alestrin, you have, you have now, we'll say we, you have now instigated a time-sensitive manner. Great. We're not good with that. All right. Any, any I, shiny I'm, things? I'm running down the ramp screaming, close the winch! Close the winch! <laughs> <laughs> Technically, you can't close a winch. So oh, we'll, see, you know, we'll, see, we'll see how Peter Dragonforge deals with that. We know what he we know what he means. Well, I guess I'm, I'm still over here. Yeah, there's him. goblins, there's goblins and scorpiony things in there. You don't want it. Was the hobgoblin winding it thing winding the winch up or unwinding it? He was winding up. So Peter Dragonforge, yes. what's your dungeoneering like? Uh, it's not bad. You want me to roll? Right, and I'm going to. Oh uh, yeah, I'd while love he's to give you a roll. That, I'm going to regain my composure and just notch up an arrow and get ready in case <laughs> some of them come blasting I'll, through. I, I only have a ten cage. on that roll. I would say a 10 is sufficient to figure out how to operate a winch. Uh, it was, it's pretty easy as the task goes. All right, so you figure out there's basically like a release lever. So as you click that release lever off, the porculus that, or the gate there just sort of starts like cranking its way back down again. All right. All right. So now there's a whole bunch of guys in the room off to the right that are aware of our existence. So we should go someplace else. Are they yeah, afraid I, of us? I, Let's uh, let's listen at these doors and uh, try to find this czar guy. All right, I'm going to climb out of the pit. <laughs> I would like to search this hobgoblin I'm standing next to. He has a fantastic gold medallion. Cool. He doesn't have any uh, papers on him, does he? Like, let this guy go wherever he wants, sign czar. He has a <laughs> Michigan driver's license. No. And a pocket full of fortunes from fortune cookies. <laughs> this guy's from Grand Rapids. <laughs> so um, John Hobgoblin. That, uh, these, these medallions identify friends of Czar, and maybe we can fake some people out if we wear the medallions, or three of us wear the medallions, and the others pretend to be prisoners, or maybe... I don't know what that, back. but you'll definitely look very stylish. That's writing a lot into a medallion. <laughs> I'm all about stylish, so I'm taking a medallion. I'm yeah, putting I'm it on. I'm taking the Hobgoblin's medallion and putting it on because wizards look pretty stylish when they have a big gold medallion. The medallions yeah. are poison! No, yeah. Oh, exciting. Do not eat uh, the medallion. I am going <laughs> I'm going over to the door and listening. All right, so Peter goes to the southernmost door and listens. Do you want to roll perception, Peter? I can't. It sounds so like a door, doesn't it? I mean, you know. I haven't seen the roll yet. But what's probably, the door, what's, what's door sound you, like? It's a seven. You know, you can hear the forest from which this door was made. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I turn around and say to the guys, let's listen. People more perceptive than me should listen at these doors because we got to find Czar. I have a plus 11 or at least it's 11. Ooh, Is that good? Go. Ah. While she's doing that, I'm going to check out this throne to see if there's anything uh, interesting about Sparkly. it. Sparkly? <laughs> Like a secret compartment in, in the bottom. Sorry, let me get this done. I thought we ran away from thrones with secret compartments in the bottom. Only if there's floating bones above them. This one does not okay. appear to have that feature. I rolled an 18. If that's the way it works. At the southern door is where you were listening? Or the yes. Mm-hmm. And she gets a plus one. Okay. <laughs> that's right. Um, I, will, I will say that uh, that's really good. In fact, you know, you're close enough to both doors. The, the door to the south is completely silent. The door just above you to the uh, west, you feel it, you, even though you've got to listen to the door to the south, you, 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 you can pick up a little bit of a conversation, kind of a loud, spirited conversation happening behind the door to the west. Can I hear what's ha- what they're saying? Um, I would say probably not quite, but it sounds 
Uh, it sounds kind of angry. There's, there's angry voices over there. <laughs> it's about how it's the Drake's birthday and they're getting it a cake. <laughs> <laughs> they're arguing and they, they've, already pre, they've already prepaid for it. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just take so just Drake, like Shakespeare, Drake off it of died it? on its birthday. Two people, three people, male, cobalt, human. Uh, you hear it sounds it. it uh, they seem to be speaking in common, uh, but some of the voices sound pretty heavily accented, as if they might be Russian. Uh, <laughs> Russian goblins. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been nothing. Are you sure it's not Michigan? <laughs> that is one of my favorite stupidest gaming things ever. <laughs> One of the early Splinter Cell games, you could shoot the gar- the hats off the Russian guards, and they would like be like, "My hat got shot off," and they would look around for like five minutes, and they'd be like, "Must have been nothing." And it's like, seriously, <laughs> someone shot your hat off. You're gonna like look for like two minutes, and then like, nope, back to patrol. Strong <laughs> winds in these caves. I'm very simply programmed AI. Please leave me alone. <laughs> All right, so perhaps some goblinoid creatures are having a spirited discussion on the other side of the door to the uh, in that southwest corner of the room. I'm searching these goblins on the side that I'm on while people are listening, by the way. Uh, they are kobolds. They each have a gold medallion that matches the uh, hobgoblin uh, medallion. What's on the gold medallion? Anything uh, it seems to be it, they're um, kind of a big circle, and they've got kind of like a handprint in them, and it does appear not to be a goblin or a kobold hand, but almost just kind of like a generic humanoid hand symbol on it. It's the hand of Zar. There's only one left, by the way. Malik and me each have one, so if you want one, you got to act fast. I can make it into a turkey if you want. <laughs> okay. Ooh. <laughs> I love those. I love those hand turkey symbol pins. Yeah. Does anybody want one of these medallions? I'm going to take this other one for now. <gasps> is it shiny? It is very shiny. It's Plus, very you can shiny. have it. If it's not in the form of a turkey, I don't want it. It's not yet. Currently, it's just a hand. It is not yet a hand turkey. So Flessa Flessa grabbed one, Rizwin grabbed one, and uh, Melek Melek grabbed one. They see Melek. You 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 suspect that there's not really. I grabbed one a while ago. No, no one noticed that. Um, What? (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Melek grabbed it while you coveted it. (laughs) Yeah, you only thought you grabbed it. Contest his his check to try to grab that thing because I I want the damn medallion. This you while you were debating, who grabbed the Plessa medallion? has one. I'm pretty sure you can trade it for a s'more in like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Melek yeah. was the well, first to grab one. I have one. a fish. Actually, I think I mentioned something before you said it, but that's all right. I was investigating right. the hobgoblin while you were still in the trench running from goblins. Yes. Yeah, this is the story of how you all got murdered by goblins. Oh, yeah, well, I got the gold medallion before you were even born. <laughs> if only somebody had recorded all of this nonsense, we could find out for sure. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> But probably not. Moving along. (laughs) I'm all about stylish, so I'm taking a medallion. I'm putting it on. (laughs) They're probably cursed. (laughs) Probably. All right. So you've you've recovered all the medallions that you can from these guys. (laughs) Pilfered. Now what? Let's let's let's. I took a look at the throne, but I didn't roll very well. Which way, fearless leader? Uh, I kind of would like to peek into the south one that's silent and see what's in there just to see. Is somebody stealthy? Can somebody stealthy uh, open that door and check it out? I'm going to sit in the throne real fast. You want to take a look? I will will take a peek. Sure. So let's do, let's see, stealth. 13. Not so stealthy. You've rolled better. That's that's for sure. (laughs) All right. Dan, do you want to tell them what happens when they, uh, they open that door? 
Um, well, so as you go to in, open that door, um, who is who's particularly opening it? Flessa. That's me. She's got a medallion, mind you. Um, you feel something jab at your hand. Oh, it's a trap. No, she <laughs> never. Wow. You know what? Peter Dragonforge is great at trap identification. He's just a little behind everybody else. <laughs> Guys, I knew I we should have checked for traps. <laughs> that might be bad. So um, you have a brief moment of feeling like, oh, like that's startling before your eyelids feel really heavy. Uh-oh. And then Flessa just sort of crumples to the ground. Flessa, you are taking, night. You are oh, taking night. ongoing five poison damage right now. Uh, I'm going how over you, to her immediately and trying to figure out. I don't know. What do you when need does to that heal s- poison? Do I take five immediately or... Yeah, why don't you take five right now? Why don't I? Because I don't want to. And then let Rizwin do what Rizwin is doing. All right, okay. so um, let's uh, let's have you guys move in. Or you could just pretend order. not to hear her and ignore it. Just so just so we have some order here. Let's say Flessa has gone, and let's say uh, that I'm just rolling initiative, so we know where everybody is in the order. Um, and let's see, is that everybody? Who did I miss? I missed the Lestrin sitting in the chair. Lestrin gets to. All right. So, yeah, Aless- we'll uh, figure out what's happening here. Alestrin, you are uh, you got to move. So as Flessa, she crumples to the floor. How would you like to act? She She's at this southern door here, right? Indeed. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Um, so I'm going to spring over here behind my good friend Peter Dragonforge. Mm-hmm. And see what I can see. Is the the door did open enough for me to see through? The is door that did open enough for you to see through. All right, I'm going to see what I can see then. All right. So, um, <laughs> so as Flessa crumples to the floor, Alestrin says, <laughs> what, "What's peek. in there? How did that? How did that door do that? Hmm. I can get my medallion now. There's something sparkly in there. <laughs> I could just take it off of Flessa if I wanted it that bad. <laughs> pretty, pretty much, yeah. All right, Alestrin, I'm going to pop you in the room for a second there, so you Ooh, can see. Pop it. me in the room. You should be able to... I see a magic carpet. You see... A, let's be clear. You see a carpet. <laughs> its magicness has not yet been determined. I roll for Arcana. So so to describe to Alestrin what he sees in this room, what you notice is a small chamber. It looks very much like somebody's personal chamber. There is a bed in one corner. Hey, no. Um, there is a desk in another corner. Next to it is a chest. There is a large rug on the floor and a couple sort of tapestry-type things on the wall. They appear to be scenes of a very militaristic nature, showing some sort of uh, epic battles of some sort. They're also incredibly moth-eaten and sort of ratty. Uh, you get the impression that maybe these aren't sort of like new first-hand murals, but like acquired at sort of like a consignment mural consignment shop. <laughs> all right. So um, I tell all that to my friends here. They seem slightly more concerned about Flessa's state than <laughs> your, your comments on decorating. Thanks, guys. I would say if I was awake. I will say I don't see anybody in there that's likely to be shooting at us anytime All right. soon. Alester, and I think that might be your turn. Uh, on to Peter Dragonforge. Uh, I can, as a miner, provide divine metal, uh, which is an encounter power, which allows my uh, friends to t- make a saving throw. Uh, with a plus four modifier. This seems like a great time to do that. You're not going to do that for a lesson, right? <laughs> no, no. But Flessa can give it a can give her saving throw a, a shot now if she'd like to at plus four. Sure. So that's a twenty three. That's you feel a great. pretty good saving throw. 
Um, now, the poison, you, you sort of wake up, you know, you come around. Um, the poison doesn't immediately leave your system, so you're actually going to take uh, 10 poison damage Wait, as you're you, brought around. But you are conscious, and you are no longer poisoned. Actively I'm super poisoned, bloody, yes. though. Yeah. Remember that time that a door murdered all of you guys? <laughs> Good times. <laughs> I think it's just going to murder me. <laughs> this door must know those statues we attacked earlier. You guys are like, we were, we were going to roll through this drake, but this door, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even standing up. I'm just sort of sitting on the ground. That's a, ra- that's a rage door, Tony. <laughs> this, is a, this is a dire door. Uh, I, ironically, get, the, adding that to the death damage of the drake on me, uh, dead things and non-living things have done more damage to us than living things at this point. <laughs> It's, you know, I feel like you guys are probably building up a really intense furniture phobia. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> building up. Remember when they never sit in that throne before with all the bones on it? <laughs> so you guys are not in combat, but for the sake of kind of uh, not talking over each other, let's just have you guys kind of take turns in initiative order. So um, I think we are up to Melek next. I um, don't really have anything to do right now. All right, well, you can, we can delay you. Well, okay, tell, tell you what, I'll go over here and see what this thing in the corner is. What's this thing in the corner, guys? That's a brazier. It's a brazier. Oh, okay. <laughs> is it full? Of oh, hot is coals. It ever. <laughs> and, this, and this thing on the wall over here, what's that? <laughs> which one are you, which, that one? Uh, yeah. It appears to be a, like a little, sort of, again, like a decoration, like a wall hanging. All right, that's all then. <laughs> Good times. Uh, <laughs> yeah, also, also, your friend Best just got poisoned. Turn but whatever. Well, I don't have anything to do that can help my friend with poison. So I figured if I don't take a long action, then we can get to the healing part of the festival. <laughs> right. I can keep All looking right, at wall hangings if that'll make everyone happier. Not, that's definitely not evil of you, so good job. For those of you just tuning in now, you're joining us for Dungeons and Tapestries, starring Malik. <laughs> also, stop tuning in in the middle of podcasts. Door <laughs> hinges and tapestries. <laughs> I'm here to check the tapestries. <laughs> we have many fine tapestries. All right. It's not either of you guys' turn. <laughs> Sandrina, it is your turn. I am going to go over and heal Flessa. Okay. Uh, First productive news of the day. With fish? Mm-hmm. With no, no, I'm actually going to use a healing spirit. Though I'll give you a fish as a, a an other action. So you That's a free action. Heal yourself. There we go. So does this particular healing spell cause me to use up one of my healing surges? I'm guessing yes, but I just want to verify. Generally, yes. You'll get, I think she provides you with a little extra healing. Yeah. And if she gives you a fish, you'll get you a surge can use, back. Yeah, you get a surge back. Okay. So what does uh, what does your healing spirit do? It's the target can spend one healing surge if the target does so. One ally adjacent to your spirit companion, other than the target, regains one oh. d six hit points. And is that the is that what you just rolled? <laughs> yes. So you get a surge plus four. It looks uh, like. Actually, one. Oh, it's, it's different if you look at that. Uh, oh, sorry. Just like she said, the one ally adjacent to your target, other than uh, one ally adjacent to your spirit companion. Other than the target, the target oh. being the person you just healed. So this is actually a way to heal multiple people at once. So Flessa gets a healing surge. Someone um, else who's next to the slug gets one d six hit points. I think that's I'm Rizwin. a little bit above bloody or Melek. So somebody who is not who is hurt but not super hurt should take four. Maybe Rizwin. I don't know. I can take three because that's my max hit points. But sure, I'll take, take three. There you go. Take it. Cool. Sandrina, anything else? No. no. Okay. Rizwin, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. How is Fletcher looking? 
Blasa, how um, you doing? I am still <laughs> not. I'm, I'm I'm not bloodied anymore. I'm a little over bloodied. It, out of character, I am uh, nine points down still, which is more than my healing surge. I'm gonna cast healing word on her. That would be good. I don't know how many. What's your surge situation like, Flessa? How, ma- how many? Yeah, how many surges? Well, you have that left? was well. It, if she gave me that one fish to start with, which I ate, um, yep. that was my extra surge that I just used. So now I have just one surge left. But she gave you unless an I, extra fish after she that. She gave me too. another fish? Okay, so then I would have two surges left. But What I would recommend is that uh, I have extra surges and I can grant one of my surges. So if you don't want to have her spend one of her surges, I can give her one of mine on my turn. If you guys want to do that, you can do that. That might be nice. Okay, sure. So do that. Make sure you do the bath, you know. Correct. You get an extra three hit points. Your healing, next healing surge. Just for fun? Okay. Just for Just fun, Just because of, for healing word? Because of my words of healing. All right. Okay. So you guys have now recovered from fighting that door, hopefully. <laughs> All right. So, so, so Flessa, you Pretty just much. took a healing surge without uh, spending a surge, right? Correct. Okay. And I'll, I'll go down one. Got it. Okay. Um, Rizwin, did you want to do anything else? Uh, that, I mean... Flesser was kind of my main. That was focus. your. That was your. So, that was your yeah, intent. I'm, I'm right. not doing anything else. All right, Flesser. So you are. You know, you're kind of sitting on the ground there. You Oof. weren't feeling so great, but you're doing. You're doing better now. Mm-hmm. The door that took you down is right in front of you. What's next? Well, I want to kick the door, but I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> I, I want to look at the door and see if I can figure out what it is that exactly that did that to me, and if it's going to happen again if somebody else touches that door. You want to roll perception on that door? Mm, yes. I don't think my... It's not terrible. You get a plus one. (laughs) Okay, so eight. You know, it's it's a pretty pretty dory-looking door, but you do notice it looks like there might be like a little hole in the the handle of the door. And you you feel like you don't see that on a lot of doors. Like, it's not a keyhole. Mm -hmm. It's like right where you put your hand. So that seems weird. I'm going to try to perceive, by the way, as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I can look at that. You are Ow. not recovering from poison. So, Rizwin, you feel pretty confident that uh, it looks like there's a little mechanism that uh, if you were not operating the door in a very specific manner, a little needle was going to stick out of the handle and jab anyone who uh, opened the door. But it looks like the needle has uh, kind of, it, it looks like actually most of that needle at this point uh, was lodged in Flesh's hand. So it was kind of a, a one-time use trap. And the door is open, right? And the door is ajar right now, yeah. So, I mean, okay. Alestrin was able to peek in and peek out. Um, Pretty cool in there. You'll like it. Cool. Uh, I'm going to just make sure that Flessa's okay. She seems like she's doing good. Flessa, did you want to do anything else on your turn? Mm-mm. All right. Alestrin? Uh, well, I might as well stride on into the room then. All right. Stride away. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, step in there. So I believe we've described the room. It seems to be someone's personal quarters. There isn't anybody around the corner that's uh, lurking? It appears to be unoccupied at the moment. The bed appears to be neatly made. There is a very dark corner of the room here. Is that that a weirdly shaped room or is the lighting just funky? I don't know. I think the lighting is just funky. Yeah. All right. Is there anything good in the upper right corner that I'm not seeing? (laughs) I see a carpet. I see what looks like a chest down here. There does appear to be a chest and a desk in the... uh, southwestern corner there appears to be a bed in the northeastern corner mm-hmm. um yeah and some cool murals and some cool that have seen better days of oh, tapestries actually. tapestries totally different all right well as long as i'm in here i'm gonna uh i'm gonna have a look at the chest and see if it looks like it's trapped you should do that Is that a perception yeah oh 
thought you were about to tell me that something happens. <laughs> that is a 19. Uh, the chest does not appear to be trapped. It appears to be locked, but not trapped. Okay. Uh, how long is this turn going to run? Uh, let's say that that's been enough Steve for a little while. Okay. <laughs> um, so who's next in the order? Where are we, Dan? We are, after Olestrin, we have Peter Dragonforge. I uh, am concerned that those people saw those goblins or whatever saw uh, Olestrin, and I feel like that we found well, they definitely Zars. That we found Zars' quarters. Uh, I I kind of feel like we gotta go in this other door here. So I'm going to suggest to my pals that we uh, uh, maybe stealthily open the door to see if we can get a surprise on them. But I feel like uh, let's let's make a move Second here. For traps first. When when well, you say stealthy. Yeah, 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 yeah. When Don't you open say the doorknob with your tongue, we open it stealthily. You mean the guy in the heavy clanking armor is like? <laughs> uh, uh, well, let's. I would like somebody who's got good, uh, uh, a good whatever rolls to find out if it's trapped and good stealth to open it carefully because I am not that guy. But I, Peter, that, I'll, as the I'll leader, be happy to do that. But I think we should maybe pop open this chest beforehand because it might have useful magic items or it might have something with which we can barter with Zar when we find him. Yeah, or a medallion, maybe I get it. Or more I medallions, get it. I, sure. I see what you're talking about there. Yeah, um, uh, you right. know, it's possible. That's not my well, first thought, but P- sure. Peter is, Peter is praying to Bahamut and preparing to uh, barrel through this door once his uh, pals finish with their distractions because he knows where we need to go, and it is to the uh, the west. I agree that time's a waste, and I just Soon. think there may be something here we can use against Zar. All right. Should we need to? Well, but that's not my, my turn. turn. All right, uh, so Peter's done. Melek. I still don't have anything to do. All right, uh, are you, you're not investing in this room with the rest of them? You're just sort of hanging out with that brazier? You're like, oh, my hands are a little chilly. Gonna warm well, if them somebody up. opens the door, uh, I'll go along with them, but... Oh, all right, I do have something to do. You don't hang out with the brazier. It's kind of the whole point. Would this slug mind moving to the side? <laughs> you can I walk want to see right if there's anything under the rug. Slug. Sometimes there's things under rugs. Move, slimy. Is there it's anything okay. under the rug? About four years worth of goblin dust. Neat. Ew. Goblin All right. dust. Why would it be That's dusty under dust. the rug? I'm confused. It's not <laughs> dust. Yeah. Not dust. Were don't ask. Not They've dust. been sweeping. Yeah. Yeah. It turns out oh, goblins, goblins own a lot of brooms, but no dustpans. Yeah, and don't, don't, don't hire goblins to do your housework, well, by the way. all the brooms are broken. They're in the other room. We established yeah. that. <laughs> That's right. Continuity. That's good knowledge, Monty. Good All right, knowledge. then. I have nothing to do. Once we open the door, I will happily uh, blast things with grasping shadows and stuff. I'm recovering my encounter powers. All and right. So you I do. Hope. Me too. Sandrina, you're up. Uh, the door to the west. Is there a keyhole underneath um, it? Not so much a keyhole. It seems pretty, uh, pretty sturdy. Not a lot. It doesn't seem something that gets locked often, perhaps. Okay, well, I'm going to roll my perception on the door. All right. To see um, really closely <laughs> what is up with this. 28. 28. That's a pretty dice. hardcore perception roll. So beforehand, you might have heard some goblin voices, I think we discussed. Um, now, it seems much more quiet in there. Like, you feel like you can hear people sort of shifting, maybe a slight clanking of, like, armor or swords, but... It's almost as though there are a bunch of people in there who are attempting to be kind of quiet. I whisper to everyone that I think that they know that we're here. You, so in we fact, have to be careful. 
you in fact hear uh, uh, one strident voice actually uh, sort of what it sounds like almost berating other people. Um, you hear something like this sort of angry hissing, keep ranks and protect your general. These assassins must be stopped. They will be but footnotes (laughs) in the glorious history of our battles. I I repeat that to everyone. Well, we found Zara's office. In that voice. Come on, you scumbags. (laughs) Let's go. Let's get, let's get these guys. I'm ready. Is everyone healed up? Mostly. Maybe. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, Sandrina listened at the door. She keys everybody into what she has heard, and it is Rizwin's turn. My turn, huh? So I should go in guns blazing? By guns, I mean, like, cylinders, whatever, hammer. Hammer blazing? Hammer blazing? <laughs> that does seem to be your guys' preferred <laughs> way of gunning. Shoot, bring down the hammer. heavy end of the hammer. Taken, taking them by surprise is always good. They may or may not be very surprised. Right? I'm pretty sure they're not going to be surprised. Uh, Here's what we do. We bring the drake up out of the trench <laughs> and then push it in in front of us. Perfect. We can use it like as if we're like just carrying it like it's us. It's like actually we're the drake. That's right. Like yes. you're in a drake. Ah, yes. Ah, a dead drake puppet. Throw it on them. I say we send the slug in first. They'll be so freaked out they won't be able to react. I guess all I'm going to say is the worst crimes against humanity in this dungeon have been committed by you guys so far. Between <laughs> Melek's like, look at what we're going to do with these true. corpses. That's not We barely killed we any have humans. Killed, we have killed no humans. What are you talking no, about? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not even all of you are human. <laughs> yeah. true. In fact, about it, at least half of you are not very are I'm not, not human. I'm not human. Kind of makes you think. Not really. No, um, no re- not me. I am not the not right person to charge into this room, so I'm going to pass that on to uh, Peter. Uh, all right. Whoever wants to is, charge in. It is actually Flessa's turn next. She has recovered from her poison. Um, how would you, What would you like to do? I'll stand up. That's a minor action. <laughs> Great move. Fancy boots. Um, and I just kind of look around for somebody to tell me what to do. Hey, you want to come down here and pop the lock on this chest? Okay. <laughs> That's the least excited Fless has ever been about. <laughs> Sparkly stuff. The last time I tried to do something, it hurt. So, all right. So I'm I pretty sure there's here. nothing on this one. I, I gave it the once over. Should okay, be okay. Well. The chest explodes in a flurry of needles. <laughs> uh, that's a 20. It's a dreaded porky chest. Uh, so you have no trouble popping that chest open. Uh, it appears to have a small collection of books and a journal. Uh, Boring. I am so out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Rizwin, books. Ooh, books. (laughs) And these ones have words in them. I I uh, immediately run into the uh, here to take the books. (laughs) All right. So the the on your turn. (laughs) On my turn. That's it. Books, journal, journal, and books. Yep. As far as you can tell, books and more books. Someone should pocket the journal at the very least. Well, uh, Rizwin, you didn't do much on your turn, right? So I think no. if you want to, if you want to take this opportunity to sort of leaf through that top book or a book or two, I will leaf through the journal. All right. So the journal it says on the front, or sort of like as you open it on the title page, there it has a, a written in this really elegant, uh, expansive script says the life and wisdom of Czar the Invincible. <laughs> oh, okay. Great. We'll see. Dealing with megalomania here. Oh, great. I don't know what that means. The, you turn it into the first page says, some may call me a megalomaniac. <laughs> <laughs> but I am invincible. I think I called that one. <laughs> Is there anything in there about like weak points on the invincible guy? It appears... Allow me to list my weak points here. <laughs> <laughs> some might say I have weak points, but I have none. 
Yeah, my weakness is that I have no weaknesses. I spent a lot of time job interview. Dear diary, had the pony dream again. Not sure why. I was a little stressed <laughs> out from talking to the kobolds. All right, Rizwin, what do you? Sorry, I I've, missed what you said. I've read a lot of history books because you mm-hmm, know this is mm-hmm. my hobby. So I've gotten really good at skimming. Excellent. That's um. perfect. So you read through, and it's it reads. Kind of, I don't want to be pejorative, but it reads pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, so okay. Czar goes on and on about all of his master plans. He is going to, he, you know, he is uniting all the kobolds and goblins in Undermountain. He's going to turn them into a glorious army, and then they will storm the rest of the dungeon. They will make their way up into the Yawning Portal, slaughtering and killing as they're going, and then subjecting the people that they don't slaughter and kill. And eventually... That massive army will then march on Waterdeep itself. It will destroy the Lords of Waterdeep, which is a terrible board game. No, it will destroy the Lords of Waterdeep. It will seize power of the city, and Tsar will ascend to the throne of Emperor. That, that These guys seem like they have a plan. That doesn't seem plausible, but, but okay. Um, and is slightly any- less of an army. Than At the end, it says, I, there are some who might say these doesn't seem plausible. But I assure you that Zah the Invincible can make it happen. Are we sure we're on the right side here? <laughs> <laughs> he, at least he is correctly intuiting his critics' uh, statements about him. Is, so. is there, Does Rizwin is, run across anything about Urmbrusk? I'm trying to say that. Oh. <laughs> I'm no. trying to. Is there anything in there about Rutherford B. Hayes or whoever the heck we're looking for? <laughs> <laughs> There are some who said Rutherford B. Hayes was the best president ever, but I say it was uh, the Invincible. Um, no, he does, in fact, mention Rutherford Umbrus. He says this is a human who seemed to have some sort of deluded quest for finding his lost father um, and that he had, Tsar had been hired by him to descend into Undermountain. But it's only kind of mentioned in passing. There's not much uh, about... He was basically there to provide security, and they apparently parted ways, but it's not really clear under what circumstances, and it doesn't sound like he's heard from him in several months. Well, we should just go home then. <laughs> or weeks. Yeah, let's head weeks back or to months. The pub. It's been a while <laughs> since, uh, since he heard from him. I'm so confused. <sighs> I'm going to fall back on the bed and just like take a nap or something. <laughs> oh, you didn't check for traps. When you as you that. fall back on the bed, <laughs> something oh, happens. No, no. Great. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah. Tell so, me more about what I fall into. The bed explodes into fire. <laughs> no, that's a joke. No, really? No, that's not a joke. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> you have discovered the fire spewing bed trap. Dan, tell them about the fire spewing. Great. Uh, what's your reflex? Uh, not good. Uh, it's got to be better than eight. Is it, is it better than eight? Uh, is it better than eight? My reflex? Um, yes, it is 11. You notice the bed getting very hot and decide to roll off of it, but you are going to take some damage as you go, right, Dan? Okay. Indeed you are. Oh my I will God. tell you about that. So since you are missed, you're going to take half damage. Who um, traps their bed? <laughs> I and love not this movie when Kara Fawcett was Crazy in it. Crazy megalomaniacs. <laughs> uh, so you're going to take seven damage. Great. Um, now, is anybody else standing near the bed as this happens? I'm standing where I am. I'm like ten screen, feet from so. it. Uh, I'm going to say both Alestrian and, and Flesser are going to have to make a slight roll to avoid some what? fire there. It's it's a fire spewing bed. <laughs> the bed just exploded, people. <sighs> 
Under right. Mountain sucks. Uh, Alestrin, you're the next closest person. Has your reflex better than 13? Oh. Uh, I believe it is. Uh, All right. Blah, 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 blah. Yes, it is. And Flessa, is your reflex better than 15? Yes, it's a 19. All right, okay. so you will each also take seven damage as what? like a little bit of fire singes at you. Could have, been, could have been a lot worse. The bed itself is just now smoldering. Well, now I need a rest, but I'm not sitting on the bed. <laughs> Great idea of laying on the bed there, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It's a bed. Um, it, well, it turns out it's not. The flaming bed. So, it, oh, as the bed smolders away, there, uh, it turns out you see something a little bit shiny that was clearly <gasps> under the bed before <gasps> that the bed was an X bed. Okay, I want it. It's I'm going to shove it with my hammer. You're going to hit it with your hammer. I'm going to like try and like. Oh, you're like shoveling the hammer. coals away with like your hammer grabbing whatever that is all right there's like a little wrapped parcel it's clearly wrapped in some sort of material that was uh you know, tended to be flame resistant anti-fire uh, great anti-fire yep and as you unwrap them there are a pair of bracers in there mm. nice so your teeth uh, will be perfectly straight <laughs> i'm excited <laughs> and plus two to chew it <laughs> i you know that's one thing i actually came down here looking for better teeth <laughs> Magic teeth. Magic teeth. I was looking for beer, but okay, teeth. <laughs> Next best thing. Um, all right, so you found a pair. Of, you found some bracers under the bed, which is now on fire. Great. Um, Flaming bracers. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to do in this room? Investigate. Uh, I wouldn't mind rifling through the desk real fast. But I'd like to check it first for traps. <laughs> oh, what a good idea. Roll perception. Wow. Is right. it on fire, too? That's a 14. Uh, you look over the desk and see that it doesn't seem to be trapped. There's really no indication of this one. You don't see any telltale pinholes or any sort of levers that would trigger, you know, something. No C4 strapped to the bottom of it. You're in pretty good shape. All right. Anything behind the tapestries? Uh, interestingly enough, to behind the tapestry on the left, make a perception check for me. You bet. 17. 17. All right. Um, Take 17 damage. <laughs> all right. Um, so you, you pull the tapestry on a side, and you see they're, like, it's clear that this tapestry has been moved a lot, but you can't quite figure out why. There's, like, indications in, like, the dust on the floor and everything that it's been dragged around. Um, but you sort of, like, looking at the wall, it's not immediately apparent to you why someone would move this tapestry. Secret doors! I check for secret doors! Uh, okay. <laughs> Are you going to roll perception again? I, I could, unless that 17 is good enough for that. I would roll again. 16. You cannot find any secret doors. I'll take a look, too. Might be a back way into this room. Yeah, if I see him peeking around back there. I didn't get anything. I'll come and look as well. Now, Rizwin has no dice finding anything either. I'm on Flessa. fire still. Yeah, me either. Yeah. No luck. Why do you think that? So, some the for wall. some reason, tapestry was being moved a lot, but you're not really sure why. <laughs> we found it. I think we'd be smart enough to figure this out. I wouldn't think that. Well, you know, moving, I mean, you, moving tapestry. You didn't find the fire being bad. Yeah, I didn't. Well, you did. found it. Sorry, right. you did find it. Sorry. I, yeah. <laughs> I definitely found it. Yes, my my robes are. I, I suggest one of you try running into that wall full speed. Platform nine and three quarter style. 
<laughs> I'm pretty confident there's a secret door there, but we're just not perceptive enough to locate it. Why don't you it's put your secret. hands into it? Why don't I do what? Put your hands into it. Into it? It's a wall. Well, Isn't you it? could still touch it. <laughs> I, I assume I was doing that when I did my perception. Yeah, you were sort of running your hands over it through. and everything. You couldn't really figure yeah, out what nice the deal wall. was. <laughs> and now I've got frosting all over my hands. <laughs> Cupcake walls will do that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known. All right. Uh, everybody seems to be retreating once again to that. The, yeah. Back to the throne room. I'm not going to take a nap. Did anyone claim those bracers? Uh, I currently have them. <laughs> Someone might wish to examine them closer and see what they are. I'll take a look. Sure, why not? Arcana. Arcana, not perception. Uh, Arcana. Well, that's not very helpful. Can I take I one more 18. shot at that wall? <laughs> My Arcana I, I, is 18. I will first inform you that those are uh, plus one bracers of archery. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. If only you knew an archer. Yeah. If only you knew an Might archer. Might as well throw them away. Hey, uh. <clears throat> Junk. Hey, Lestran, you want what do you want to trade me for these? Trade you. <laughs> How about you get one extra ration of s'mores if we survive this thing? He has a gem. He has that yeah. gem he pocketed. You should Ooh. get him to trade That's you for, for the that. group. That's not mine. I'm just holding <laughs> for the group. For you. Guys, who, who votes that Alestrin gets these uh, gets these bracers? Yeah, sure. he's our archer. I, I don't shoot yeah. anything, so. All right, Alestrin. Extra s'more, please. I can't the, believe you guys. All the right, good news for those the bracers. The good news for those bracers is yep. that they will give you a plus two bonus to damage rolls when attacking with a bow or crossbow. Oh, nice. There just, is also just damage, not attack. Yep, just damage. There is also a daily power. As a minor action, you can ignore cover on your next attack this turn when using a bow or crossbow. So so I ignore cover with a minor once per day. Indeed. We'll get those added onto your sheet before the next time. Okay. All right, so bracers have been distributed. Thank you, Rizwin. Thanks for torching me and then not giving me the bracers. Hey, I didn't torch you. Zara torched you. <laughs> All right. You could at least kick I, it in. I deserve s'mores. Um, let's move back around to Peter Dragonforge, the leader, and he can decide what Dragonforge associates are doing next. I open the door. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of dramatic leadership I like to see. Peter opens the door. I'm tired of this crap. I open the door. Behind the door are several kobolds. They seem to have swords drawn. They are looking at the door and clearly (laughs) waiting for someone to come in the door. Uh, In the back corner, you see another kobold sort of wearing wizard, uh, or wizard. He's wearing robes. Seems like he might be a wizard. Hard to say. He's wearing Uh, a wizard. Okay. He's a goblin, actually. That's a goblin. He's wearing robes and carrying a staff. Um, And then... Behind them, you see a very interesting-looking figure uh, who appears to be more or less humanoid. He's kind of tall. He's Does he have a dis- lot of tattoos? Most distinctly, he is covered with many, many tattoos. Guys, that's uh, all of which are kind of... They have almost like a military theme to them. So <laughs> as you come in, he looks at you and goes... You're just a kid. What are you doing here? Son, I say, I say. What are you doing here? I say, I say. Well, I tell you, I, I'm Zara the Invincible. Zara the Invincible. You are in my headquarters. It's like super weird that you're here. <laughs> just a simple space chicken. <laughs> Peter's all about diplomat, di- diplomacy and being a diplomat. Yeah. He says, we are here 
to find the uh, oh great czar. We are here to find the uh, the fate of Rutherford Ermbrusk. Um, Rutherford, Rutherford Ermbrusk. Did I did I serve with Rutherford? Sounds familiar to me. I I, I don't know Rutherford Ermbrusk. What? what? I had no idea Czar was Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> That's crazy. I suspected it the whole Sar. time. I said Ermbrusk. I, I, I don't know. My stars and colors. I have no idea. I will show you the text from 15 minutes ago where I said, I picture him sounding like Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say you kids are trespassing us. <laughs> We're also mass murderers, if that bothers you. <laughs> but I guess trespassing didn't happen. Now you're speaking my language. <laughs> we have we have killed many of your guards in our search for you and Rutherford Ermbrusk. And some people we only thought were your guards. Well, if you've killed many of my guards, they were not very guard- good guards to begin with. So I thank you for that service. No oh, we also killed your Drake. No <laughs> and just to make it even, I could now kill you, for example. You could try. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm still going with Vinnie Barbarino, man. I think that would make everything work out. He sort of looks at his aide de camp who kind of like... I mean, I killed your dragon. You told people it was your dragon, right? Even though it was a Drake to make you seem like a bigger man, right? You killed my dragon? I love that dragon. That dragon was like a second son to me. You had a first son? Yeah, well, it wasn't a dragon. It was a Drake and you are a <laughs> fake. Oh, I see. Now we're, now we're doing poetry. <laughs> We're rhyming. Yeah, how, how's that for diplomacy? He learned it from Drake. It's that it's is slow. That that is terrible diplomacy. <laughs> yeah, that is some of the worst diplomacy. Also, I've ever that was heard. a critical fail at slam poetry. Just so <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I just I just did, did a diplomacy roll of twenty. So you tell me. Ooh. Ooh. Well, he says uh, I seem to remember something about a Rutherford Umbrusque. I think he hired me and my friend. Azel, uh, oh yeah, little Enda, and then Squam and Rottweil. Not a bad group for exploring Underbound, but he was he was crazy. And let me tell you, I know something about crazy. He was crazy. It's just his dead father was speaking to him, leading us to him. Uh, but a paycheck's a paycheck. So uh, until he told us that his father was directing us a path to the tombs, and I said, no, thank you. I'm not going to <laughs> tombs. I'm going to start my own little adventure here. Okay. Well, now that we've settled that, that's great. So... I'll tell you what, how about I kill you and take all your stuff? You, sir, you seem like a fine soldier. You don't seem too bad. I will make sure you get full military honors when you are buried. All right. Uh, This is all very interesting. Isn't it? Isn't it? Perhaps you will read my memoir when it comes out, The Life and Times of Zar the Invincible. Well, if you kill us, we can't. (laughs) The southern part of the dungeon will rise again, is what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so DMs. At this point, they are in a room that appears to be uh, totally cornered. Could I just back out and we could pick them off from outside? Or do I need to stand here and be killed by them? There is a, I believe there is a kobold directly in front of you. So you're going to have a hard time sort of getting away with him. You know, like he's not going to let you back up and close the door on him. He will take, you'll take an opportunity attack. You could, you could try. All right. Also, you could give it a shot. Also, they may have a chance to murder you before it's your turn. Yeah, we'll see exactly what that looks like as we roll initiative. Uh, Someone really wanted diplomacy to succeed there, I can tell. You guys, I think, you know, you learned a lot from somebody who's going to kill you. All right, so... I can't believe order. we're going to get killed by Foghorn Leghorn. Man. <laughs> I say, I say, I can dare well believe it. All right, so, Czar, uh, Czar, um, I believe, is going to go first. Boo. I know, I know that's how you feel about him. 
Tell us how you really feel, though. I think he has some good ideas, and <laughs> in a different situation, I might be signing on with his army. Uh, that's you know he he is glad to hear that. I'm not He's telling always him looking that. for I'm new recruits. You that. <laughs> He can see. He can see it in your eyes. Wow. He can't. He's not even in the room. He can't see him at all. He's no, really I'm impressive. I might want to join <laughs> like this guy even more. All righty. Um, so Czar actually gets to go first, um, and the first thing that he's going to do is use a minor action to walk over to what you see in the court. So he's like um, next to him. You might see a. It looks like a giant crossbow, essentially. Some of the more in- the, uh, experienced members of the party might recognize this as something we call a ballista. Ballista? Ooh. No. So he's going to sort of shift over here. He's going to use a minor action to activate the ballista. The ballista, lucky thing that it is, actually gets to go in uh, initiative order. So it gets to go on its own. Uh, in fact... Right around the same time as Czar. Good news. That's bad news, actually. Hooray. Good news for Czar. Bad news for you guys. So his first move was he used a move to uh, move over to the Lissa, a minor. Um, and then he is going to basically cede his turn to the Ballista, which will start shooting, essentially. Um, and what you will notice very quickly as this uh, ballista gets to do, let's see, he's actually going to make a arcana check to see if he can aim it. Do you have any specific good arcana? He's not great at arcana, but he'll take a shot. All right, so he attempts to, he's going to sort of like, he fiddles with it, and you see he's like trying to point it at you guys, but it doesn't seem to really want to go exactly where it goes. So it just starts firing. <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps this ballista in a small room, not <laughs> locked down, pointed at the doorway. Still impressed? Son, I say, son, I say, son, the ballistas <laughs> just do what they do. <laughs> that is not good strategy. He gets it. He gets it posted in the direction of Peter. Okay, um, this so is a guy who it seems uses to, kobolds as scientists. This way. Okay, he is not a bright guy. <laughs> it seems to have a pretty good idea of who good guys and bad guys are. Um, so we're Peter, the good guys. That's great. <laughs> Maybe we some of be... us are wearing uh, medallions. It should not know. <laughs> Maybe we should be following the ballista. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, Peter, you feel like you're a little bit worried as the ballista sort of starts pointing at you, but you're far more worried when two bolts of magical energy zap out of it and slam right into you. Ouch! You're gonna take a total of ten force damage. Hmm. Now you've seen something that looks very much like this in the past. In fact, you've seen it, it I think, once Wars. or twice coming from your, your friend Melek. Ah, yes. This ballista is a mighty wizard. <laughs> it came from the moon. Maybe it would teach you some things, Melek, if you ask nicely. <laughs> what will happen to Peter after his horrible attack from the magical ballista? Will anybody else even come out of Czar's bedroom to help him? Stay tuned. You'll find out more in the next edition of Total Party Kill. <laughs> 